Hi all, thank you for joining Chirpin' in the Huddle episode number two. Um, today, as promised, we're going to talk about soccer. I've got Chris joining us, um, and I'm James, I forgot to mention in the first episode. Um, so each episode, we're going to vary the topic, and we're going to vary the sport. And um, today, we're talking about the English Premier League, and Chris, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. Um, so right now, as things stand... Um, you know, we have a wide open title race. We have, you know, teams that, you know, some are struggling at the bottom, but we have teams that are really across the board performing well in the Premier League. Um, and what do you think is, is making the, the Premier League so competitive right now? It seems to be the lack of fans. Uh, these, these games have a bit more of a, a friendly vibe towards uh you know the encounters i think even the better teams seem to be struggling to find form right away it's a novel experience to a lot of people but i think if you're uh um a side that's not used to beating um some of the top teams in in england you're gonna go into each game thinking uh you know we're all fairly equal in the in the arena at least and uh to see what happens on the day sometimes you know we've seen some there's no there's no home field advantage or anything right now so right yeah um i think a big factor is as well um teams in the premier league right now i mean the amount of really good managers you know even leeds's coach is really good you know um wolves have a really good coach west ham are doing quite well villa you know, we have Pep Guardiola, we have Mourinho, um, Southampton coach is doing well, Ch- Carlo Ancelotti is doing well. Um, yeah, it's interesting too, because uh, yeah. I think Chris Wilder is a very good manager too. He but he's it last season at least, and uh, he's bottom of the table, so it's uh, it's hard to say, you know. Uh, right. You know what's going to happen. You're always going to have teams at the bottom, and you know the fact that they've only picked up two points. Uh, they didn't really sign anyone, but it seems kind of harsh based on, um, you know, the way that they were in the top half all of last season. Um, you know, I think there are teams like, you know, Arsenal who are in trouble. Um, I think Leeds probably have enough to survive. Um, probably Arsenal have enough to survive, but, like, they're not looking good. But, you know, the you team... don't think they have a chance of being relegated? I do think they have a chance of being relegated, so it's worth talking about. Um, you know, someone on Arsenal TV recently said, you know, the team that Leeds were relegated with 16 years ago was actually a better team than than Arsenal's current team. Um, so if, uh, he looked at all the players in the Leeds team back then, and they, he said a better team. They were just left the Champions League, and um, the year after that, they, they went went down. Um, so there is concern there and I don't know, you know, in, in these kind of situations, they fire the manager usually, but it really comes down to the player. So it's kind of tough when, when that happens, but just looking at the league, you know, West Brom, Fulham, Brighton, Burnley, you know, and I think probably above Arsenal, Leeds are safe. Not yet, but Leeds will probably due to the style of play, Crystal Palace, Newcastle, they have enough talent in my opinion. Yeah. But from yeah, from that Newcastle point, have, um, sorry, Newcastle have had a lot of uh, bad luck recently. Yeah, uh, with uh, COVID outbreaks in the in the 
with uh, COVID outbreaks in the squad and uh, at the training facilities. So it's really uh, apparently left some players at the, the height of their uh, physical, uh, you know, ability, unable mm. to walk. And uh, it's just it's deteriorating their squad. Mm, definitely. Definitely. And, I, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, but, um, you know, I think it is probably even with the injuries, Liverpool's title to lose. Um, there are teams that are definitely making things exciting in the top four. But um, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's a close one. I can see Southampton getting in the top five. I can see uh, some, some bigger clubs maybe not reaching the heights they, they'll need to. Uh, mm -hmm. I can see Chelsea maybe, uh, you know, uh, losing points towards the end of the season. I, I see Leicester uh, able to slip down. Um, you know, I'm looking at the way Man and you were able to beat Leicester last season just before, you know, to get to the Champions League. Yeah. There's performances like that, which uh, as a Man U fan, obviously I might be a little biased, but, you know, I, I would take Leicester and Chelsea to maybe lose some points mm. in, the, in their search. It'll be interesting. Man United play Leicester next, so that'll be a good game. Um, you know, Ma Manchester United are in third with a game in hand. So if they win that game in hand, they'll be two points behind Liverpool. Um, you know, and beyond that, there's like a whole bunch of teams that I'd say the unexpected packages this season are Leicester, Everton, Southampton, Villa, um, West Ham, and Wolves. Um, you know, and, and I think it's kind of harsh for Wolves to be um, in 11th place, but they're only, you know, 11 points off the top and, um, you know, six points off the the, the top four. So it's, it's, it's just like so many, so many good teams. It's like, you know, Villa, West Ham, any one of these teams can be, be tricky. And I think this season more than others, um, the, the teams all from one to 20 are more competitive than any league in, in the world yeah. right now. Yeah. It's crazy to see uh, wolves, uh, wolves lose against Burnley today, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah i mean like you that. just can't you just can't predict it it's it's you know, on the day you you can't you can't really know for sure um mm. there is no home field advantage you know yeah like wolves they just beat chelsea 2-1 um or 3-2 whatever it was and and then next game <laughs> you know they they you know lose to burnley and it, it's just crazy how how it how it turns so quickly um but i think um yeah, like so, so many good games are gonna happen. All the, all these coaches, you know, some someone's gonna lose their job <laughs> soon. Um, yeah, yeah, Village already has. Village already has. Um, you know, Arteta, Arteta's probably next. I would say, even though, yeah. you know, they they seem to be standing by him at the moment. But, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe Fulham. So, I mean, I, I just, it's just tough to see. You know, we have to wait and see, but. There are, there are teams that are doing really well and there are teams that are struggling, but it's definitely super, super competitive this season. Um, and I think in addition to the, I think there's three factors that make the Premier League really interesting right now. So one we mentioned is the lack of fans, creates like a level playing field. Two is the quality of the coaches in the Premier League. And then um, the third reason I think is, you know, um, talent. And that talent has, I think what we're seeing at the moment 
is all the leagues of the world are improving. Um, you know, for example, Bundesliga, Leipzig come from nowhere and, you know, they're they're challenging. You know, Dortmund are getting better. Bayern are getting better. Leverkusen are getting better. And you can look at other leagues and they're also improving. So I think internationally, there's a huge increase in talent. And I think a big part of that reason is down to Messi and Ronaldo. And all the players currently playing have been you know, motivated or inspired by, by those guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So would, would you say that, you know, with the, the teams in the Premier League, like, you know, do you think it's the history of the Premier League or the, you know, the speed of it? I mean, we're seeing like crazy games, like 6-2 menu leads. So it's like, you know, defense is not the strong point in, in English soccer at the moment, but the, the, yeah. go, the goals and the excitement and the speed of play. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very physical in, in England, and I think, you know, you can tell by watching the transfers of some players, the teams from, from other leagues, they, they have a sort of uh, period where they have to adjust. It, it's a lot more physical in ways. I've heard Serie A is very tactical. You know, there's different things to be said about, you know, the nuances between each league, but, you know, the Premier League is certainly very physical and I think uh, it's you know on your first game you're, you're gonna you're gonna know first couple minutes someone will introduce them to your uh, to your ankle they'll just like you know tackle mm. you in a, in a bad way but what do you think's gonna happen so I'm predicting you know because I well not I mean I'm not gonna predict the places of each of the teams that as they as they finish at the end of the season but if we've got you know this many competitive teams um, what, what do you think is going to happen to, you know, these teams once they fire their managers or, or whatnot? Because, you know, previously, you know, when I was growing up, we had Man U, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, you know, Arsenal, and then Man City came into the picture. But now it's like anybody's game. So yeah. my question is like, okay, well, there's four places for the Champions League. There's two or three for Europa League. But beyond that, there's still so many good teams in England. And I'm curious what you think will happen to those teams that like, well, let's say, you know, even a Chelsea spent all that money. Let's say they miss out on the Champions League. What do you think is going to happen um, to those besides them, you know, possibly changing the coach? I think, um, you know, it's interesting because you know, speaking of, you know, from the very bottom, you know, Sheffield United, mm -hmm. Chris Wilder. I like the coach. He's a good coach. I thought he was, at least, you know, to bring a team up, you know, to the Premier League. And, uh, you know, they, they did fairly well mm -hmm. last season. Placing, you know, out, you know, well clear of the relegation zone. But will he get fired? Will, will the management just decide, you know, he has, you know, He's lost his remit at the club. You know, that would be fair enough. It'd be sad mm. to see him go. But, you know, maybe then, you know, they, they would invest in someone better. You could see Sheffield out of the, you know, the danger zone, Leeds out of the, the relegation zone. And, um, you know, you could maybe see a bit more uh, fluidity between the championship and the Premier League just because of, you know, uh, maybe it's the adjustment to the crisis Mm. Um, maybe it's, you know, other factors, financial, uh, you know, just secondarily related to the crisis, you know, 
uh, in the pandemic. But, um, you know, Arsenal, a big club, I, c- I could see them going down. I could see them being relegated. It doesn't look great for them. I would like mm. to see them go down. They probably have going- enough quality at the end of the day, but, you know. But I don't, I don't see Arteta getting fired. Um, oh, you let's know, hope I, not. I, if, if he gets relegated, it would be, like, pretty wild. I'm, I'm sure, like, if they did, this is all, you know, crazy, you know, scenarios. But mm. I think, you know, there, there are certain things to be said. You know, some of these teams just, they'll lose out on the big money that the Champions League brings. Um, they'll have to sell some players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it'll take a couple more. Well, I think I think what's interesting. So, if you look at the other leagues, so previous to this season, for example, Bayern were quite comfortable in Germany. PSG were quite comfortable in in France, and um, you know, it's gonna be you know usually in a situation like um, you know, in Spain it'll be Barcelona or Real Madrid, but this this season. Um, in those leagues, for example, in, in Italy too, Juventus, they had a few COVID cases um, and now they're making up ground and they'll probably still win Syria. And Bayern, you know, they just took over first place again in Germany. Um, and PSG, they have Lille close behind them. So it's interesting because those teams aren't running away with it like they did last year. However, um, they're still like, and just like Liverpool, there's every chance that they'll get there. But I think the Premier League this season is just crazy with the the amount of teams that are doing well. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, what do you yeah. think that you know? What do you think makes that you know unique about about the the league, um, the Premier League, and how compared to the other leagues, it's really you know a toss up between two two to sixth place. Who's gonna Who's gonna take those remaining spots? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's foreign ownership. Uh, mm. You know, you can chalk it down to investment on the youth academy level. Um, mm. Just interest, the history, I guess, appeals to a lot of people. Uh, it, it just is a huge landmark in players' careers. Do you think um, at some point this like this unpredictability of the Premier League will will change, or will it get even more unpredictable? Um, it's very exciting. I would like to see it get more unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, unpredictability in sports is what makes it fun and keeps it, you know, on edge mm. at all times. Uh, you know, I I hate looking at, you know, people just assuming they should win it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Leicester has, an, Leicester has an influence on that because Leicester having won... Um, a few, you know, a few seasons ago, kind of will inspire the teams in the championship, and then inspire the teams mid table. Like for example, Southampton, they were, um, you know, avoiding relegation for a couple seasons, you know, and if you hang around, whether you're in seventeenth place, for example, Villa were in seventeenth place last season. Um, they they say they stayed up by one goal difference, and, yeah. and now you know they've lost some games, so their progress has been checked, but. It's like, if you stay alive in the Premier League, anything can happen. And, um, you know, it's exciting to see because, yeah, like, you can't predict it. And, you know, 
if I give advice on on betting, I would say don't bet on the Premier League <laughs> because you know it's or, just or do and and, and bet or do on, and get the odds. <laughs> you know, bet on the best odds, like you know the the Leeds Liverpool bet, Leeds coming in from the champion championship, mm-hmm. and then the odds. If you placed one bet on Leeds to win. And you know it, it would have been, or you know, or or to tie, it would have been great, you know. But they actually lost the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wouldn't have actually been able to make that money. But those are the sorts of like one-off bets with, uh, you know, sort of Underdog. David and Goliath odds. Yeah, are going to make it a little interesting, um, and especially for like, you know, local economies at least. These these, you know, places getting uh, you know teams in the Premier League, you know, such mm-hmm. a huge thing. Obviously, a lot of these teams have been in the Premier League before since it's, you know, been, uh, you know, called, you know, the Premier League, but it's, um, it's interesting. It, it'll be a lot more diverse and uh, you'll have a lot more, um, um, you know, things to consider like that. But Let's take a quick look at the, the Champions League. So, um, you know, I think it's tough because Usually you see a team like Barcelona, you know, um, competing, but this season, um, not so much. Um, so we're just going to go through the the favorites, I would say. And you tell me who you think um, has, uh, you know, the best shot. So I, I would say Manchester City, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, PSG, Real Madrid. Out of those teams, those are the ones that I think could could go, you know, all the way. Who do you think has got the best shot of winning it? You would say um, PSG. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see. P- I could see PSG. Atlanta okay. Go pretty far. But talking about just to win it outright, so because we can't, we don't know what the draw holds in the future. We only know mm-hmm. the next round, but. You know, for me, I would say Bayern are probably favorites. Um, and I'm going to have to wrap things up there because um, my, my laptops stopped working. But I would say probably Bayern are the favorites. And um, we'll see what happens in the, in the wild world of the Premier League. Um, thanks for joining. And um, Chris, thanks for helping us out. And I hope you guys have a good, have a good one. Take care.